Well, hello again, and welcome again to another one of my podcasts, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. And today I'm going to be talking about one question that probably comes up in the mind of a lot of us, and that's, how old do you think the world is? And uh, and we can determine that from uh, the year of when Genesis came into being when God created the heavens and earth. We know that uh, there are a lot of views out there on evolution, but they're only views. Science has tried to prove evolution, but all it is is a theory and a bad theory at that. Well, with that said, I'm just going to switch my screen real quick here. And... uh, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, this subject. But before we do, there's one website that I want to go to. And uh, I'm going to have the uh, computer read it to us. And, of course, the voice is digital, and it's not that good, this particular voice. Uh, uh, I try to use natural uh, reader, but they let you read for five minutes, and When you reach your limit, uh, of course, they turn you off and you have to buy the the premium where there are some that are free out there, but they're not as good. And I also use a uh, 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 Edge browser from Windows. I'm a Linux guy, by the way, and uh, I use nothing but Linux for all my computing. I I tried Windows. In fact, I bought a computer the other day, and I was setting it up, and while I was setting it up, uh, it got hacked, and somebody locked me out of Windows, just like that. I couldn't even use the computer to load uh, Linux on. I ended up, I just sent it back. I, I'm not going to monkey with that. I I'd rather use the older hardware that supports Linux. Uh, Microsoft is trying to control the world, and I'm not buying into their uh, whatever they're trying to do. I'm just not going to buy it. So anyway, let's uh, let's get back to the subject here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn this off. And there's the article that I want uh, the computer to read to you. And what I have to do is I got to click on this little read out loud. In a culture that touts long ages as undeniable truth, what does the Bible have to say about the timeline of Earth history? Billions of years in the biblical timeline. Time is that elusive quality we all experience and to which Einstein tried to explain mathematically. Using the biblical procedure of relying on the Bible as the true foundation of our search for truth, we conclude that we should never give scientific opinions a position of superior authority over God's inerrant word. Yet, there are professed Christians who would for example say, since science tells us the earth is 4.5 billion years old, and the universe even older, so the creation account in the book of Genesis must be taken as symbolic, figurative, allegorical or poetic. The main thing to know is that God created. We should note first of all that science tells us nothing. Science and its fallible and changeable discoveries change continually. It is those who work in the fields of science that speak for it according to their own interpretations. 
This is what I mean by saying that, science tells us nothing. Science has no voice of its own except those who give it a voice and a vocabulary according to their own very often biased interpretations. On the other hand, Christians have a true source of information about the history of this world which has been given to us by the one who was there from the beginning. Not only at the beginning of the creation of the world as we know and experience it, but who is the eternal uncaused cause and living God from all eternity past. The book of Genesis is not poetry. There are no Hebrew poetic parallelisms as is common to books like the Psalms, Job, and Proverbs. Genesis is history plain and simple. It is, to say the least, disingenuous and I believe dangerous for professed Christians to misidentify Genesis as poetic and symbolic when Jesus clearly supported it as real history. For example, Jesus said, But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female, Mark chapter 10 verse 6. O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Luke chapter 24 verses 25 to 27. Jesus answered and said to them, Are you not therefore mistaken, because you do not know the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But concerning the dead, that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the burning bush passage, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? Mark chapter 12 verses 24 to 26. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, John chapter 3 verse 14. Jesus is the one through whom God created all things. He is God as the second person of the Trinity. John chapter 1 verses 2 to 4 records, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Jesus put His stamp of approval on the authenticity of the Old Testament scriptures. He believed in the writings of Moses and the prophets. He believed that Genesis was recording real history when it refers to the creation of Adam and Eve during that first week of creation. He believed in the account of Moses and the raising of the serpent on a pole for healing as a real historical event. Again, using the scriptures instead of fallible science ideas and proposals, we would have to conclude that at a certain point in the continuum of eternal time God started things off as recorded in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible indicates this creation event to be approximately 6,000 years ago. Let it be said that 6,000 years is a long, long time, and only seems short because of the false narrative of millions of years proposed by evolutionary thinking. Such more reliable biblical information is gained from the genealogical records so meticulously listed in the Old Testament. All the names listed in these lists were real people, all the way back to Adam. For example, June chapter 14 refers to Enoch as, the seventh from Adam. And at the end of Luke's extensive genealogy of Jesus we read, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God, Luke 3 37, 38. How do we fit approximately 6,000 years into the timescale of eternity? It is not too difficult as long as we don't have unsubstantiated and ethereal ideas about the quality of time itself. I have been reading a book titled Christ and Time, The Primitive, Early, Christian Conception of Time and History, by German theologian Dr. Oskar Kuhlmann.
I mention this not because I am looking to the author as an unquestionable authority, but because his proposal about understanding time seems to correlate with scripture. To be brief, I understand from Dr. Coleman that all time can be understood as linear and sequential. He does not believe that time as we now experience it on earth began just with the event of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, but that time stretches back to what we could term eternity past. In other words, our experience in this world beginning from Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and continuing on is an insertion into God's eternal timeline. Putting it simply, eternity stretches back forever as eternity passed. Then God picked a time on the linear timeline of eternity to begin at Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Then this period of created reality continues in the present until Jesus returns and brings in the new heavens and new earth, and future eternity will continue forever. Scriptural support for the concept of time having always been linear and sequential can be seen clearly in the book of Revelation which is better named, the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Over 80 times as we read Revelation we notice the words, then, when, after these things, and similar references to time referring to events that are obviously linear and sequential, happening in a line of time. John's vision in Revelation takes place in the spiritual heavenly realm, yet time is referred to as the same as we experience on earth. For example, Revelation chapter 8 verse 1 says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Revelation chapter 20 verse 7 refers to, when the thousand years are ended. And Revelation chapter 22 verse 2 refers to, the tree of life, which bore twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. What is God's purpose in creating these six thousand years which all of us individually have the privilege of experiencing briefly during our short lifetimes? I believe the Bible teaches us that His purpose is to enjoy a people, the bride of Christ, who have overcome the world, the flesh and the devil and who love him for who he is, and have become holy like him by the imputation of the righteousness of Christ. Paul sums it up, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. May none of us ever hear those terrifying words from the parable of the wise and foolish virgins, I do not know you, Matthew chapter 25 verse 12. How tragic to believe we are ready for eternity when we are not. Let's be ready. More posts. Ministry news. Now accepting interns. After a successful first year of our internship program, we're happy to announce new openings. Special photo. Okay, I can end it right there. You don't need to go any further with it. I made it a little bigger so you could see it. Bring it back. Down. Now, there's a couple other websites. Here's one here, and I've already made that uh, uh, chart on the bottom here a little bigger for you. Uh, this, in this particular website, uh, the author believes that uh, cr uh, the creation work started at 5500 B.C. and runs to 2000. Well, we're in 2023, so we'd have to add that 23 years. I'm going to show you what I did in a minute here. But this is just one uh, view. And then here's another view. This one here believes that uh, creation started at the year 4000 B.C. I kind of lean towards the 4000, though 
there are some that uh, this takes us all the way to John uh, on Revelation, which was 95 AD. Uh, let's see here. I think there's, here's a chart here, 4,000 all the way through to uh, Abraham. Uh, of course, we'd have to start from Abraham and then come all the way through to where we are now. And I think that's the two views, uh, 5,500 and 4,000. Uh, let me uh, just shut this off and turn myself back on here. Okay. I have uh, just a little sheet of paper here that, that I just did a little calculation on. I'm a numbers guy, and I believe there's every number in the Bible means something. So if we say that uh, creation started at the year 4000 uh, BC, and we add uh, 2023 onto that, we come up with 6023. And if we go with the 5500 BC and add the 2023, we come up with 7523. The reason I lean towards the 4,000 uh, uh, B.C. is because of the numbers in the Bible. Like I said, every number means something. And the number six is man's number. Remember what it says in Revelation? Excuse me. Got to have a little coffee here. It says that... Uh, uh, the number of the beast was 666. It's the number of man, uh, uh, 6,600, uh, 6,606, uh, 666. Well, anyway, that's a number of man. God's number is seven. And I believe we are in the, uh, uh, 6,000 year of creation, but not being exact <clears throat> on uh, when creation came into being, we cannot determine when the return of the Lord will be. I just want to show you something here. We got 6,023. So if we're in the year 6,000, we're in the year of man. God is going to set up his kingdom, uh, I believe, in the 7,000 year. Uh, because God's number is seven. That's the number of perfection. That's the complete number. Even our week uh, determines or tells us a lot. There's seven days in a week, and uh, the eighth number is a new number. So if we're in the year of man, which is in the year 6,000-something, not knowing when creation started, the exact time, it could have been uh, maybe instead of being at year 4,000, maybe it was 4,900 years or something. <laughs> we're, 
And that means we're real close to the return of the Lord. Because if I took that 6,023 and subtracted it from 7,000, we'd have hundreds of years to go before the Lord comes. But that's just not right. I can't do that because I don't know the exact day uh, or year, I should say. Uh, was it uh, 4,400? Was it 4,600? Uh, B.C., we don't know, but it was somewhere around 4,000 years. I think it's under 5,000, because if it was, if it was 5,000, we, we'd still be in a year of the Lord, so it's got to be less than that, so it's got to be someplace, uh, let me just get a pencil here, and I'll figure it real quick in order to come up with, oh, let's say, let's say 40, I'm just going to guess 48, 4,800 B.C. and add the 2023 to it, we would be looking at uh, only a couple hundred years that are coming to the Lord. Uh, and I even believe that it could be 49 which means that it could be within the next 70 years that the Lord returns. But I'm not trying to put a date on it uh, or a time. For the Lord said, no man knows the date or the time that the Son of Man will return. Only God the Father. So, how long or how old is the earth? Oh. I got up too early this morning. I was doing a lot of research on this. I would say that uh, we're real close to the coming of the Lord. So you better get your get right with the Lord, put it that way. Uh, read the Bible. God wants to save you. You know, he created the lake of fire. For Satan and all his fallen angels, the demons, he didn't create it for man. It even tells us that in the Bible. If you choose not to believe what the Bible says and choose to believe the theory of evolution and not creation, you're on your way to the lake of fire. Because... Jesus Christ himself, like that article said that we read through, that uh, even Jesus, even the Lord himself, uh, the God who created everything, because we know Jesus was the creator also, it tells us that in Scripture. And he was there. He knows. Mankind doesn't know. All they're doing is guessing and theorizing all these things that the earth is billions of years old. You know, I had a, a boss, I worked in a metals lab one time, and uh, he was a metallurgist, he was a very smart man, and when it came to metals, and knowing all the elements that was in metal, he could read it, he could read it uh, a, a microscopic, uh, 
picture and tell you what the elements were in that metal uh, because he studied it. And this was fact, but he also believed in evolution, which was theory. And we used to argue that point all the time. And uh, uh, he used to tell me that uh, carbon dating, that this rock was this hard because it's this old, and it's this old because it's this hard. It's like going in a circle. It was uh, just a theory. There was no proven fact. I said, well, how do you know? Well, he says, it takes millions and billions of years to, to cause this, so we can only take just a little window of it. He said, well, I, I had to disagree with him because I believe in creation, not in evolution. So how old is the earth? We don't know, but I'm telling you that it's probably 4,000 plus and a little less than five, uh, 5,000 years old because otherwise we'd be going into the year of the Lord and the Lord has not returned yet, but he's going to return any day now. Are you ready? Make sure you're ready. Well, I'm going to leave that with you. Bye for now. I'm just going to fade out of here. Till next time. Bye-bye.